going to start Daf Mem Gimel way back on Mem Beis on Beis. Um, so these Daf Mem we're going sugi to sugi. So if you haven't been to Shiram, we're just going to go to the Mishnah today. Um, we're not going to do the Mishnah on the Beis. It really has to do with the next sugi. So most just the way the sugi's have been falling out, they've been pretty isolated sugi's halfway down the other bases. So we're just keeping it there. Um, so we're starting, again, we, we spoke yesterday about the process of the Paraduma, so we'll just kind of give a quick intro of that again, and then we'll, we'll go into Amr Ula. We're about, it's about 12, 13 lines up uh, from the bottom of Membeis Ambeis. Uh, the process of the Paraduma, there were essentially, there were essentially three, three general uh, processes. There was a the manufacturing of the Eifa Para, that was by taking, uh, took the Para up to the Har Mishcha, put the Para on top of the, on top of the fire before they lit it, they did a shechita, a kabbalah's dam with the left hand of the kayin, shechita with the right hand, and zrika keneged um, the, uh, to the west, towards the shar, and um, burned the para, threw in the eight zeras, the eight of shechitalas we spoke about yesterday, um, threw that into the burning, the shrefas apara, it was called the shrefas apara, and then they, they took ash, the ash was split uh, essentially three ways. A third was put outside uh, the base of Mikdash to use. A third was put into storage. Okay, it had to be kept in Mishmaris. And a third went to the Mishmaris of the Kayanim for them to use. Um, then when it came time to make, when they needed the mixture, so then there's the processing, because that was manufacturing the afar. Then there was a whole avoid in regards to the, a lot of dinim in regards to the kli, the mayim that they had to put into the kli. So they had to bring the two parts, the mayim and the afar together. The mayim and the kli, had to put the afar on top of the mayim, Raman clearly says that Rashi on yesterday's Amidalov seems to, there's a, he has a change in the in there, but the Raman certainly says you put the Afar on top of the Mayim, otherwise it's possible. Okay, and then you take the three, uh, three Azov and your Tavalet into the Mayim. That's the application process. You dip it in to this uh, Mayim mixture water after what's called the process of Kiddush, and, um, and then you sprinkle okay, the Kalim, whatever, whatever has the Thomas Mace, the Yamashush Shvi. At uh, one point, uh, just like to mention, at the end of Eifar Para, there was a day of Asaf, Eifar Para, that they had to sift out. So after the burning mass, going back to the burning of it, they had to sift out um, any of the ash. So now Ula, we're going to go through the entire process over here as listed in the Pesukim. So Amar Ula. Um, Ula said, now in this parsha, Kola parsha Kula, Mashma Moitzi Mide Mashma, that Amiyot, what it means is that the Pasuk will tell you something specific. Let's say, for the instance, it says, um, it says, Elazar HaKayhein. So that means specifically it has to be done with the Sagan. So, Mashma Maitzmine Mashma. So there will be something in the next Pasuk which will, or something in the following Pasuk, which will change the previously um, established understanding. So something was a Sagan, and then it says HaKayhein again, so then we'll take it off of Sagan. Or vice versa, or if something was kosher bizarre, then we'll add it back with the kayin, right? So it's saying mashma um, mashma that um, to quote what Rashi says, masha masha that the the pasuk will mention things to change the previously established understanding. Or it's a hamshacha, it's a continuation of something, and then we have to explain why, right? Let's say we knew that it had to be done with a kayin, and the Pasuk says, well, why do we have to say kayin? If we already, it was already established that it was a kayin, so either, which, um, so we'll have to, in the Pasuk will speak out what the chiddish is, 
of the fact that we went ahead and we um, needed to mention Cain again. So, okay, so let's start. So the Pasuk starts, it says, that's how the part, it's the beginning of Chukas. So it says that, um, that you should take for yourself a paraduma that does not have a mum, then no all. Okay? And it says, So you get this paraduma, you're not allowed to work it, you're not doing any avoda with it. Okay, and we have to. We we've discussed before that they there are a lot of milas that they have to do to make sure it didn't get it didn't become tame. The, neither the para nor the subsequent afers allowed to become tame. Uh, we, we discussed yesterday that you know, the mishmeres. So shall they see So um, then it says unsatem lazar So what's the chiddush of saying unsatem lazar lazar? So what we're saying is oisa that paraduma that one time the first time the first paraduma and we we also brought down I, I said the Rambam um, discusses that there were only nine paradumas in history one from Moshe lasted all the way to Ezra one during Yemei Ezra and then seven during the during the rest of the, the second the second bias so this one that first one that Moshe made that was oisa la Lazar only that one had to be done the avodas of that one had to be done by Skan Kain Gadol but loy ludoris la Lazar but Future ones did not have to be done by Elazar, meaning the Skan. Now, who did the future ones get done by? So either Lodaris was upgraded and had to be done with the Kain Gadol, or it was downgraded any Kain could do it, but it wasn't the Skan. So that makes sense. Right? I understand why Lodaris was Kain Hedyot. Well, why would you think? Because I understand if you're saying this one's scan, all the futures don't get scan. So you would think if they don't get scan, what do they get? Regular kain. Okay, then that, that one's not upgraded. They get a regular kain. That's who does it. So why would I think to upgrade it to kain gadol? So the Marsh's government, chuka chuka miyam kippur. So it's chukas atar, and we have vayisaz lechem chukas olam ayam kippur. So if gzeresh chuka chuka to tell me that if it's not with the scan, it should be with the kain gadol. Okay. Then the pasuk continues. It says vahitzi oisa that you take it out. And they brought it out. Um, they took it outside the machina, took it to the top of Haramishcha. Okay, so what are we saying? It. Why are we saying it? That we already know. Again, everything was mashma meitzimi de mashma or uh, or mashma um, mamela. Right. So why do I have to say it? We already know we're dealing with the part. So what are you talking? So So what's the chiddush? You shouldn't bring out another animal with it. Okay, now like, let's see, Kiditanan, as we learned in a Mishnah, Loi Hai Sapar writes a lot, says, I don't know if you've ever been, I actually don't ask why, but I've been to a, a farm for animal selection, and when you want to get the animals to the uh, cows, right, they're herd animals, so it's very hard to get one movie. You want to get them going so you can like, look at them as they're passing, you decide which ones you want to buy or whatnot, or keep or whatever, milk, I don't know. So, anyway, so you want to look at it, so you got to get them moving, but to get them moving is very difficult. So, but once you get one moving, they all go, they're herd animals. So, if you don't want, if the animal didn't want to go, so then, you don't bring with it out, right, to get it moving, to get it out, you don't bring a black cow. Because everybody knew that you're going to do this and also they'll see, a, they'll, they'll see a black cow, they'll think you're using a non-paraduma for, to make afer, to make this, uh, the afer. Okay? Um, 
and you can't. You also can't bring another red one. So they shouldn't say that they're shechting two animals. Again, it says Isa. You're only allowed to. All the avodas of the par had to be done uh, unique, right? You couldn't double them up. So you can't have two paras. So Rabbi Oimer, he says, no, it's not because of the concern, either Shechayar or Aduma, that people might think you're shechting two at one time or you're shechting a black cow, but rather, No, there's a separate din, Oisa Levada. You're not going to have anything else with it at all, even if there's no Chashash. The Tanakama, Haksiv Oisa. So who says, what, 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 how could, why does the Tanakama go further, right? Why don't we just stop at Oisa? It says Oisa, which means nothing. So why did the Tanakama hold that it doesn't really mean you can't have any animal, it just means you can't have a black one or an, can't have another black cow or red cow. So we say that who's the Tanakama? I'm coming from Shimon he. The Darish time in the crowd. So Shimon Shito who holds, and when the Pasuk gives you, tells you a din, we're going to look into the reason. And therefore, it's not good enough to just say, Oisa miyat, and therefore you can't do it. We have to explain why or when you can't do it. We have to justify it. Most of the, uh, uh, the example of this is that Rav Shimon Shita is, well, when it comes to taking a mashkan, the Pasuk says you shouldn't take a mashkan because uh, you have to return it to them at night if it's Kusosayla, right? And we say, why? Because they're going to need it. Now, what happens if you take a mashkan from somebody who's rich? So he would hold that you, you don't have to return it because, because the whole reason is that the Pasuk tells you why you needed to do it. So we're darish time at the kra, okay, and therefore if it's not if it's not somebody who's poor, they're going to be withholding. They're not going to they're going to have what to sleep with. They're going to have pajamas, so then you don't have to return it, etc. So to over here, Rav Shimon, when we said we have to give a reason for why we're saying you can't bring another animal, and therefore it's only something we have a chashash. My benayu, what's the nafkamina between Tanakama and um, Rebbe? So eke benayu to afik. Chamar Bahadei, can you bring a donkey out? Again, according to Rav Shimon, where the Tanakam was Darish time of the Krah, the whole reason is Chashash. We don't have a Chashash. When people see a donkey going, they're not thinking you're using that for Para Aduma. But when they see another cow, that either it's a double cow, which you're not allowed to, you know, a, a two red cows, which you're not, allowed to, you're not allowed to double it up, or they see a black cow, they might think you're doing something wrong. And therefore, according to Rav Shimon, we are concerned at that point. Now, next, Veshecha Isa. Now we move on to the Shachting purposes, right? So we bring the Para out, we Shacht it. Okay, so why does the Pasuk say Veshachat Oisa? We already know we're talking about the animal. Like we discussed, you can't shaft another animal with another para with it. It's got to be done alone. Lifanov. Why is Veshachat Oisa Lifanov? So what is the Pasuk saying? We already said that, um, we already said that uh, it was taken out. So what's Lifanov? Larav, so we already discussed. We brought this Pasuk yesterday, but now we're just going to bring it back here in its place. Lefanov, what does it mean, Lefanov? Why would they, what, what does it mean you shechted the animal in front of Elazar? So now it depends. Remember, we had a Machlikas Ram and Shmuel yesterday. Is it Ksher Bizar? Or did the Kayan have to do it? So Lerav, So Rav held that um, <clears throat> it was Shalayasiach Daitimimenu. Okay, that he can't be Mesiach Das, meaning Rav held that the, it's Psulo Bizar that the Kayin had to do it. So why is it telling me Lefanov? If I had to do the Shechita, it's telling me Lefanov, and the Chiddush was that he doesn't, it just has to be Lefanov, right? And the, the Kayin itself, himself, does not have to be doing the Shechita, like we learned yesterday. So it's, Okay, then the Pasuk says, afterwards, so we have, that was Shechita, then we do the Kabbalah, right? We discussed, it was Kabbalah, um, <coughs> Kabbalah in his, he shechs with his right hand, if it's the Kayin shechting, Kabbalah with the left hand, okay? So he's Makabalit, and then he dips his finger in the dam, and he's Hiza Keneged, 
the Neuchach, right? El Neuchach Pnei Abayas, he's towards the west, towards the entrance um, of, of the, of the Harabayas. V'lokach Elazar HaKayin, Midama Ba'etz Ba'oi. Okay, so why does it say Elazar? So now it depends. It depends. If you hold, so L'Shmuel L'Hadrel Elazar. So according to Shmuel, who said that it was Kshira, that the Shechit was Kshira, bizarre. So we have to, the Pasuk has to say Elazar because when we said Lefanov, we were telling you it doesn't have to be Elazar for the Shechita, so we got to put it back. L'Rav, Havimir, Achaimir, I already know, Rav already said it was Elazar who was doing the Shechita, so why did it have to say Elazar? Again, it's Miyah, Achaimir, Ve'imir, Achaimir, El-Rabais, Da'afilu Kain Hedyer. Okay, so now at this point, what we're saying is, let's say by the first carbon, so according to Shmuel, it, the Kabbalah, the Hazah, had to be done, um, the, uh, the, you know, the Zrikas Dam, that was done, the Hazah, El Nechich Pnei Zrikas Dam, had to be done by the Skan, because we're a Hadri crowd. According to Rav, it was Mir Achariba, the Rabbis, and even a Kayin Hedjit could do the Zrika, that Zrikas Dam. Okay, and then, you know, lit it on fire. Okay, now it's burning. What do you do? You take those three things that you have to throw into the burning of the So again, why did it say Kayin? So now according to Shmuel, it makes sense, right? Because who was doing the previous Avaida? It had to be Elazar, because he was a Hajra from the Shechita. So it makes sense. That he's coming to, be, to, to, coming to say that even a Kayin Hedyet could throw it into the para. L'Rav, but according to Rav, who already was Marbet Kayin Hedyet before, we already know we're dealing with a Kayin Hedyet. Why do you need to say Hakayin? It's extra. So he says, it's strict. I still need to tell me Kayin. Since throwing in these three things, you're not, it's not an avoid with the actual animal. Therefore, you might think, you don't need a Kayin. We're coming, the Pasuk is coming to tell you. So this is an example of Mashma Mamela. Right? It's telling us something we already knew, but we need to speak out why it needed to tell us something we already knew. We already knew that we were dealing, that it was Mutter Behadjit, because we were already dealing with Behadjit, why did I have to tell me Kayin? And we say here, because it was a Havamina to think not. Vechibas Begadav HaKayin. Okay, then it says, Vechibas Begadav HaKayin. And then one thing, by the way, before this whole process started, if you remember, the Tzaduki part, when they would actually have, I'm just going, before the Sreifa, before they burned the para. They would actually have, this side pump popped in my head now, I really should have said it before, was um, they brought the, uh, the Zakanim, there was like a welcoming committee on Haramishcha. They would bring, they would come there, and they would get there, it would be a whole ceremony to be Mitama, and we discussed it, to be Mitama the Kayin, who is doing the Abaydas Para, and then they would put him, they had a mikvah there, they would be Taval him to show that a Tful Yoim is allowed to do the Abaydas Para. Anyways. Moving forward, we're back in, stepping back into the process. So you threw your eight hours, Ezov, Shisalas. Okay, okay. And then we said, Bechibes Begadav Hakaihain. So why is the Pasuk saying Hakaihain? Right? We already know that <coughs> the Kayin, we're already saying that the Kayin, um, the, the, the Kayin was the one doing the, uh, throwing these three things into the fire. So the Pasuk says, that's coming to tell me, Bikihunai. That's telling me that I have to be wearing, the Kayin needs to be wearing Big Day Kihuna. Okay, Rashi here clearly says, Hi, Kain, do I have the myth? El Vechisa, he says, Should be big day kahuna nasus, veloy be big day chol. Okay, Vetamei ha kaihain ad ha erev. So now again, the Viter in the Pasuk says, Vetamei ha kaihain ad ha erev. Right, so when we said we, 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 we did the, um, we were typing the guy, and he's going to be Tame, the guy who, the, the Kain who was Isaac with the para, so now he is going to be Tame ad ha erev. So why do I have to say a Kain again? So the Gemara says, 
Okay, that what we're saying is not just you need big day kayan by the first one that was done with Allah or with the skan, but Ladairis it also needs it. So the Mara says, Honey Khalaman the Amar Ladaris Bikain Hedjit. So if you tell me that future generations it was a downgrade, so then it's a half meter to think that maybe just the first one I need a big day kuna, but on the Ladaris ones where I'm downgrading it, maybe I didn't need it. But if you're going to tell me that Ladiris it had to be done with the Kohen Gadol, we're upgrading it. So you want to tell me an Avaida, right? uh, that's the highest form of Avaida. That's like Yemi Kippur, that it requires Kohen Gadol, and yet you think it wouldn't require Big Dekuna? Come on. So where it says, yeah, in Milsa the Asib even though you're right, Taka, you could have learned it from a Kavachimer. That of course, if the the original one needs the that was only done with the scan requires big day kuna for sure. The Ladaris ones that require kain gadol require big day kuna. Still, the pasuk still felt it necessary to speak it out, even though you're right, could learn in a kavachimer. Okay, so now the burning of the uh, para the the, the 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 burning of the para is done. Now what happens is va'asaf ish taharis efer hapara. So now they would gather. It's mashma and the Rambam that what was this process? This was the sifting. So they take all the clumps of charred mass and they would put it through a sieve and they would sift out so they can get efer. They can get dust particles, right? Efer ash particles. So va'asaf ish taharis efer hapara. They would gather the efer hapara v'hiniach. Okay. So we have three limudim here. Ish, Tahar, and then we're going to learn Hiniach. So again, why? what's Ish, Tahar? So Ish, Ahachar, is Hazar. Okay, so everything till here was with some form of Kain. Maybe it was Kain Hedya, right? Certain things with Elazar. Okay, maybe Shechita Bazar, according to one another, but then we put it back. So, but until this process, up until this process, we were dealing with a Kain. Now Ish, so we, what we're saying is that the person who was Asaf, the, the Efer Apara, could be a Zar. The, okay, Ish, Ahachar, is Hazar. Tahar, Ahachar, is Isha. So any, even a woman, so ish, you don't, don't, when we said ish, it doesn't mean dafke ish and not a woman, even a woman. Vihiniach, that's limiting. Mishiyesh be da'as lahaniach, they have to have da'as lahaniach, yatsu chereshet v'katon, she'en bo'en da'as lahaniach. Chereshet v'katon would be, would not be allowed. So we're marba any tahar, so we now have to limit it to say, no, it has to be somebody who has da'as. Okay, so now let's move on in the process. Tan hasam, hakok she'en l'kadesh. So l'kadesh is the, Constituting, right? So you gather the efer para. Okay, good. Then they put it in the barrels. So set aside. Now it came to constitute. They had to mix it. So you have to t- you have to get water, and then you have to put efer on the water. So anybody's it's, it's kosher for anybody to go ahead and put the efer on the water. Chutz cheresh except for Okay, Rabbi Yehuda Machsher So he says cotton's okay. Upaisol isha uvandreganis. So now this is a change because this is the next process after the Asaf Ishtar. Right? It's a really a different part of the process. Asaf Ishtar would be the end, I would call it the end of the manufacturing process. Right? Uh, now you're in the processing. But it, it's the next, the next step. So <clears throat> my time in Dramana. So we have Machlaikis here. Is it Mutter? Will we, before we said with Asifa, no good. Isha and Zar, yes. Okay, now Rabbi Yehuda comes and says, yes, kata, no, isha. So where are they learning this from? Dechsev, as the Pasuk says, we have Machlekes, v'lokchu latame me'afar sreifas hachatos. We take for the tame, so now again we're processing, so we take some of the afar sreifas hachatos. Okay, hanach da pasilach ba'asifa, pasilach bekidush. So the Tanakama learns that 
the Kiddush process, the constituting, is going to follow the same din as the Asifa, which means Isha would be allowed, Katan, Cher Shatam Katan would not be allowed. You didn't have Bardas. Okay, so it says, Vahanach, um, uh, I'm sorry, well, Hanach the Pasil of Asifa, Pasil of Kiddush, Vahanach the Achshri Lach Basifa, Achshri Lach Bekiddush. Okay, so that's the Tanakhama Shita. Rabbi Yehuda, he says, so he's being Dervish. It says, V'lokechu la'tomei me'efasrefa sachatos. Imkein limekra v'lokach. Ma'im v'lokechu. So we're coming to be marbe something. So by asifas, by the gathering of the afer, so that we said a katan was asr. So here we're going to be marbe. We're going to say that a katan is now allowed. Okay? That's marbe katan. Da'filu katan de'pasilach hasam hachakasher. Isha minaloi. Now, according to Rabbi Yehuda, he swapped katan and isha. Right before, by asifa, isha was allowed, katan was not allowed. Now he holds by the constituting, by the kiddush, he holds that katan is allowed, isha is not allowed. So how does he know isha is not allowed? Isha minaloi is not allowed. Vinasan velevinasna. So, so he's been darshaning these two so these two words. Okay. So you put the, like we said, we put, you put the ash in the water. So v'lakchu and v'nasan, we'll say v'lakchu is being marbek katan, according to Rabbi Yehuda, and v'nasan is being memayet isha. V'nasan, man, man and not a woman. Okay? So, v'nasan v'loi v'nasna, v'rabbanon. So now what are the rabbanon going to do with v'lakchu and v'nasan? So ikaz rachmana velokach v'nasan. If it would have just said velokach v'nasan, I would have thought havamina ad the shakol chad v'yoyev chad. That the same guy who does the asifa seifar para, he has to do the mixing the kiddush. He has to do the mixing the eifar into the water. That it's the same person velokach, right? So then, <clears throat> if it would have said velokach v'nasan, I would have thought that's the same person. Well, he takes the eifar para. Sorry, the same person who takes the eifar para needs to mix the eifar into the water. Okay, we're all in the constituting process here, but the person who goes and fetches the afer that's sitting in a jar and he goes to add it to the water has to be the same person. The same person who takes the afer has to put it into the water. That you can have two different, you can have one person go get the afer and another person go put it into water. Okay, and that's why I have v'lachu. Because of Rahman of v'lachu v'nasanu, if it would have just said both, lashon of v'lachu v'nasanu, hava mina adeshakli trevi havi I would have thought that you would need both people if you, that, that, that um, if you take the affair with two people, then you need to constitute it with two people. They have to follow. That you're allowed to have number one, so we have the first v'lachu is that you don't have to have the same person who takes the affair, mix it with the water. And the second thing is telling you, even if you had two people, go ahead and go get the Afer, the both of those people don't have to be mixing it in. You could just have one person Sorry, mixing what it. What do you mean? Oh. Not, not women and Well, no, no. He holds that woman. He, so there, this is this is the rabbanon shita. The rabbanon hold that woman would be allowed, cotton would still not be allowed. That would follow the rules of the asifas afer, which was at the end of the manufacturing process. Okay. Which which one are you looking at? You were saying Velaku, right? We're saying Velaku is with two, Vinasan is with one. 
No, if, if it would have just said, I would have thought that the same person that goes to fetch the Efer Para needs to mix it into the water. Then I can use a different person. Now, if it would have said, which sounds like two, I would have thought I could have two people go to, um, take it. If it would have said, then if I had two people go to get it, then those same two but people would... It has to be with two. The mute time. Mm. No, I, let me just look at Rashi. I'm... One second, where is the Rashi over here? Um... Rashi, look at Rabbanan, Amrilach, Lailam Adal Ilkai, Vahadalik Sivalakh Lashan Yahid, Ikasa Valakh, Vinasan Habamina, Adashakokhara Efer Vuhu Atzma Yutane Alamai, Ksiv Vilaku Dafilu Shakli Tre. Okay, then even two people can take it. It doesn't have to be two people. You would have thought that it has to be the same one person or the same that it's only one person can take it. And it sounds like in Rashi that Right, I said it wasn't incorrect, but he seems like, to your point, Rashi seems to be expanding it. It's like almost like that you would have thought that the person who takes the, fetches the offer has to put it in the mind, Kamash Milan, not just that it could be a different person, but it sounds like, like you're saying, that two people. But I don't, I don't necessarily know if it means two people can do it or it means two different people as are involved in the process. But either, either way, okay, 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 so now next, next. Okay, so now the question is, we're going to be stalling on Ishtar. Why does it say Ishtar? The Rabbanon, Ish Isha. So now according to the Rabbanon, they held that the previous process, like the Asifa, is kosher with an Isha. So it's telling me Ish Isha. Okay, so this is for the application. So is the application. Now you have your mixture. You dip in the uh, Ezoiv. You have the three Ezoivs. You dip it in and now you're going to sprinkle the person who's tummy. So So he's going to hold katan. That will now be marbe katan. So now he's flipping with the Rabbi Yehuda. He's saying no Isha and yes katan. Rabbi Yehuda who already held that it was um, that it was mutter with a cut. It was it was kasher that you could use a katan in the previous for the constituting, and you couldn't use an isha ish v'lay katan. So now he's going to learn it the other way. He's going to flip it. He's going to say it's ish v'lay katan tar lachsher isha. Okay, so they they flip flop. Okay, the constituting in Rabbi Yehuda was pasul with an isha kasher with a katan. According to Rabbanon, was kasher with an isha and pasul with a katan. Um, and now they're flipping. Fine. Mesve, hakol kesherin le hazai. So we're going to ask on this. So to do the haza, right? This is the application on the tummy person. Hakol kesherin le hazai, chutz mi tumtum vadreginis, veisha. Except for who cannot do the haza, tumtum, adreginis, and isha. So we see isha is not allowed. Kasha on the rabbanon. Okay? And we'll just finish the price of a katan she'en by das. If a katan does not have das, so then isha misayasai, and a woman can help us. Umazet. V'loi pligi, all right? V'loi pligi rabbi Yehuda. And what? 
we see Rabbi Yehuda never argues. So I don't understand, okay, we see that an Isha is not allowed to do the Hazal. So how, sorry, Kasha Rabbi Yehuda. Okay, Kasha Rabbi Yehuda. Rabbi Yehuda said at this stage that it's going to be, um, that it's going to be mutter with an Isha, right? He flipped back. He went, Asifas para was kosher. Asifas Afer, everybody held, was kosher with an Isha. Then we had a Machlekes Rabbi Yehuda flipped by the constituting, the Kiddush he held was possible with Anisha. And now he said that the Hazah is kosher with Anisha. And we have a price that clearly says it's possible. And we don't see, we don't see that Yehuda argues at all. So Amar Abayah, Kivan the Amar Mar, my right, we're stuck on process. How did we start this whole process? Kivan the Amar Mar, Ula said, Mashmi Meitzimi and Mashma, Umashma Mela, Polig. Okay? And we'll, we'll see in the story afterwards that since we said the Psukim have to follow this order, it must be that he argues. There's like, there's no other way to explain it. You're changing a previously understood, uh, established understanding, or we're being mavshech, and we have a chiddush for that. Those are the two options with all these psukim. That's the only way this whole parsha works, and therefore it must be, just because you didn't find the b'risa that shows Rabbi Huda argues, must be the Rabbi Huda argues on that b'risa, and that must be going according to the Tanakhama. Okay, v'hiza hatar ala tameh. Okay, so what is the Hiza Atar Alatame that says specifically Atar Alatame? We already know the Hazah is being done with a Tahar, and we know that it's being done on the Tame. So what's the Chiddush? Miklal Shehu Tame. Tahar, Miklal Shehu Tame. Right? Why did it say Behiza Hatahar? Well, the Mashmosa said he's Tame. So Limit Al Tfuya Im Shekasher Be Para. Right? This is the famous one that Sadukim argued on. The fact that the Pasuk says Behiza Hatar, it sounds like he was Tame. What does that mean? He has to be Tahar. So we're saying is we're talking about a Tfulyaim, somebody who was Tame. Like we said at the beginning of the process, they dug him in the mikvah, okay? And he was a Tfulyaim. And therefore, um, and we were, that was the Hitzim Yilivam Shotzdukim who held, they didn't hold a this drusha right here. They held that you weren't, it was, it was puzzled, Tfulyaim was puzzled to do the Avoidas Paraduma. Now, Amar Abasi. When Rav Yechanan and Rav Shlakesh were discussing Paraduma, they weren't able to get to extract anything more. They weren't able to extract anything more than what a fox gets on his feet when he tramples over a plowed field. Nothing. Okay, meaning couldn't figure out anything more from this sugya. Ella Amri Mashma Mitzmide Mashma Mashma Mela. And that which Ula started saying the way to learn this parsha, that they were sitting there trying to figure out another way to learn this parsha, and there is no other way. This is the only way to learn this parsha. Tani Tana Kamedi Rav Yechanan. So we have a Tana in front of Rav Yechanan said, Call Shchitas Ksheris Bizar. Okay, so we're going back to where we started as far as the Shchitas concerned. Tani Tana Kamedi Rav Yechanan called Shchitas Ksheris Bizar. All shechita is going to be kosher with zar, chutz mishal para, except for paras. That sounds like shechitas rav. Go tell it outside, meaning get out of here. No such thing. Okay, so Rav Yechanan argued on this din. Now Rav Yechanan, let me buy a litana de litzayis. It wasn't just that he didn't accept the tana who was in front of him teaching and said that. Shchitas para aduma is going to be possible with the czar in which he argued. Rather, el afil the rabbe loitzayis. He also didn't listen to his rabbi. Don't worry. Yechanan bishem bishem by yotzadok. 
Rabbi Yechanan quoting his Rebbe, Shechitas para bazar psula, the bepara aduma shechitas pasul bazar. Vani yoimer, Rabbi Yechanan, right there when he quotes his Rebbe, says, Kshera lemitzidur shechitas shulu bazar. Okay, and therefore he holds no such thing. Never had shechitas psula bazar. Okay, and that concludes the, that concludes the um, uh, avoda of the para aduma. We've gone through the avoda pretty extensively. Now, just to return back to our previous Mishnah, again, where did we get, we were talking about the Lashayin Shel Zahiris, that's where we went off on this. So he tied the Lashayin Shel Zahiris on the, um, on the um, uh, after the Kalpi, after the lottery, on the Azazel to his Reishay, which would later get split on the rock. And he tied, like we said, on the Sarat Hashem Kenegad Beishichutai, on the neck of the animal to differentiate it from other Seirim. Okay? And then he came to his par a second time. Right, so he did Vidoy and then he did the Gairo. Vidoy power the first time for his family, for himself and his family. Now he comes back and does Vidoy again for the Kaihanim. So the Gemara says, Why, in the first one, did he just do Vidoy for himself and his family and not for the rest of the Kaihanim? Okay, and the second one, you know why? That's this is the, the proper way. If you think about it, is mutav So first he does right. Remember we discussed this is a vidui dvarim, right? Vidui dvarim ata emer. Right? Remember we learned this according, this according to one man the amar. So we see that he, the vidui is a is a machaper. Therefore, the kohen gadol is now a zakai. By Ayyidei, the first video that he did it on his power, so first when he came there, he was a Chayev. Now he was Zakai Ayyidei, the first video. Now he comes back and does video for others as a Zakai. Mutav, Yavai Zakai, Vechaper al Chayev, Ayyavai Chayev, Vechaper al Chayev. Okay, better for him to get his Kapara first, okay, and then he can now has the ability to Mechaper for others. First he had his own Kapara, now he's clean, he can have a Kapara for others. Okay. Send this around. Okay, so we've got, we said that this entire Parsha was, um, Parsha's part was Mashma Mitzmide Mashma or Mashma Mela, which means we changed a previous, previously established understanding, or it's a Hamshacha. So we started, we said, Benasata Isa. That's by the paraduma. You give it what's Isa, the Lazar Kayin. The Skan, Isa, only that one goes, it has to be done by a Lazar. Ludoiris, it could be done either by a Kayin Hedyot or it must be done by a Kayin Gadol. We said, can't bring another one with it. Machlekis Tanakama, who was Rosh Shimon the Darish time of the Kra, that you can't bring a black one or another red one with it so people don't think that you're messing with the proper way of doing para. And Rabbi held, you can't. Uh, bring anything. I saw nothing. He's not Darius time in the Quran, and therefore even a Hamar would be also to bring out with it. Shechad saw, okay, that is the thing that you can't do Shechita with another animal together with it. Lefanov, right, so the Vahitzi I saw was you can't bring another animal out with it. Shechad saw that you can't do, you can't do Shechita of another part with it. Lefanov, we said that was dependent, right? According to the man number that held, according to Rav, that Shechita is, is um, Pesula Bazaar. So we're already dealing with Elazar. So what is it telling me? Lefanov. And Shmuel says that it's coming to tell me that he only has to watch it, but a czar can do the shechita. Then it says, So that's the next pasuk. So now we have to understand. 
So according to Rav, it's Mi'ed Achar Mi'ed L'Rabba's Kain Hedya to tell me that Zrika's Dam can be done with Kain Hedya. And according to Shmuel, since he held that the Shechita was Kasher Zar, so you have to say now this is back, back in Elazar's domain. Then we said, So why don't I need Hakoyen? So according to Shmuel, um, right, was Rav was coming to tell me that uh, we already said, according to Rav, we already said that you needed a Kayin. It's Mir Achamir Larabas. So why are you telling me, and we said that we have to have a Chiddush to tell you that you need, I just did this one out of order, that, um, that you would have thought you don't need any Kayin at all, right? This example of Mashmah Mela. We already knew it was a Kayin, but um, there was a Chiddush because, this, because throwing these three things into the Shefer Zapara is not part of the Avodas Para itself. You're not dealing with the cow, you I think you don't need a, a Kayin. And Shmuel was coming to tell me that because Shmuel put it back and said the previous uh, uh, the previous task had to be done with Elazar, specifically the Sgan, this one is with any regular Kayin Hedya. Then we said, Vechibes Begad of HaKayin. I was coming to tell you that you need Begad Kuna. We said, Vetame HaKayin Ad HaAref. Okay, that was coming to tell me Hakayin was coming Ludoires that you need big day kahuna. And we said that that makes sense according to one of the Manda Amrim, right? According to Manda Amr that says that you downgraded from the Skan, Ludoires was done with the head yet. So I understand why I need a separate Mia to tell me that it had to be done with big day kahuna. But according to the Manda Amr who told me Ludoires was actually an upgrade to Kayin Gadol, then it's, it's, it's no Chiddish. And we said, you're right, that's Milsa Das, the Kavachimer, Tarach, the Karavla, Tarach, the Kasavla, Hapasak. Okay, the Kakra. Then it said, Vasav Ish Tahar, so what was that coming to tell me? That we learned three things. Ish, that was now the Asifas Afer, gathering the Afer, sifting it, right, and collecting it. That was kosher with the Azar, that we learned from Ish, or with the Isha, it's a Tahar. But it had to be, Vihiniach, somebody was a Bardas, not a Cheresh, or a Okay, and then we learned in the next part, Okay, so now as far as the constituting process, according to the Rabbanon, they were telling you that it's exactly like, it's exactly like the Asifa, Asifas of the Efer, Kasher Bizar and Bi'isha, Puzzle Bekatan, Rabbi Yehuda held, that we switch it, Velakhu is Mar Bekatan, and Vinasan, Velay Vinasna, is Mamayid Isha Vandragonis, and we had to explain the Pesukim according to Rabbanon, there was a Havanita to think that um, the person who was Lakach the Efer had to put it in the Mayim, okay, Kamashma Velakhu, and if we would just Velakhu, it's a Havanita that you would have had two people do it, if two people did the, um, uh, taking of the afer that you would need both of them to put it in the mayim kamashmalan you don't need that okay then we said so then according to rabbanon now the rabbanon flip right the rabbanon Yehuda flip he says ish tahar ish is mayit isha ish isha and tahar is marba katan Yehuda says no he flips it around and he says no we're back to like we were. By Asifas, the uh, gathering of the Afer, that cotton's going to be Aser, and Omar Isha. Okay, we asked the Kasha. Then finally, we said, uh, How could Rabbi Yehuda say that it's going to be Kasha with an Isha? We have a Brysa that says, Kokchen has a Chutz mi Isha. This is on the uh, sprinkling, the application process of the uh, Mechatas. So we said it has to be Rabbi Yehuda argues, because there's no other way to learn the Sugya, and just because you don't have a Bryce, you couldn't find one that he argues, must be that he does. And then we said, Behiza HaTahar, already said Tar, so why do you have to say Behiza HaTar, Allah Tami, the whole time we were dealing with a Tar. Mar says, Limit Shetful Yom Kashar that's the anti-Stuki one, Limud. Okay, and so too we said, when, when Rav Yechem and Shlakish were learning the Sugya, they ended up like Ula, okay, and then we said 
that um, going back to the Shechita, the Tan in front of Rabbi Yechanan said, Kol Shechita, Ksheri Bizar Chutzmi Parah, Rabbi Yechanan argued. He said, no, even para is kosher bizarre like Shmuel. And we said that Rabbi Yechanan didn't just argue on this Tana that was in front of him, but rather he argued on his Rebbe. Okay, and then we just discussed, we finished off the last mission. They came to his para, and the second time he was Mizvada, Ubni Aaron Amkachecha. We said, why? Because on the first video he was Mechaper for himself. So this one, he... Um, now, he, now, once he was mechaper, it was mutav she as a zakai and to be mechaper.